यही एक ऐसी स्किल है जो एक इंटरनेशनल क्रिकेटर के पास होती है और ये इसे डोमेस्टिक क्रिकेटर से अलग रखती है आईपीएल का वक्त है और सभी अपनी अपनी फेवरेट टीम्स को सपोर्ट कर रहे हैं चेयरअप कर रहे हैं और मैं भी आज अपनी टीम को सपोर्ट कर रही हूँ मेरी तो फेवरेट टीम है चेन्नई सुपर किंग्स अरे भाई एम एस धोनी है इस टीम में और मैं तो उनकी बहुत बड़ी फैन हूँ मुझे मालूम है कि इस टीम ने इस बार इतना अच्छा नहीं करा बट कोई बात नहीं मैं तो बस इसी बात से खुश हूँ कि मैं आज इस एपिसोड में इस टीम की एक्स कोच एंड एडवाइजर टू चेन्नई सुपर किंग्स फॉर ऑलमोस्ट टेन ईयर्स रामजी श्रीनिवासन को इनवाइट कर रही हूँ ये जो मेरे आज के गेस्ट है ना ये चेन्नई सुपर किंग्स के साथ साथ इंडियन टीम के एक्स स्ट्रेंथ एंड कंडीशनिंग कोच भी हैं और इनकी गाइडेंस में इंडिया ने वर्ल्ड कप जीता था इन 2011। सो लेट मी इंट्रोड्यूस यू टू वन एंड ओनली रामजी श्रीनिवासन टू डायटेक्स पॉडकास्ट रामजी श्रीनिवासन हैज ट्रेन मेनी क्रिकेटर्स सिंस 1995। इन फैक्ट ही इज स्टिल ट्रेनिंग विद हिज टीम इन चेन्नई under sports dynamics he has trained legendary cricketers like master blaster sachin tendulkar ms dhoni sehwag and other sportsmen like narayan kartike sharad kamal and many many more aakhir tak suniyega kyunki ram ji hame batayenge ki aisi kaun si skills thi jo world cup ke time pe indian cricketers ke paas thi ya unhone aise kya cheeze ki jisse ki 2011 mein इंडिया वन द वर्ल्ड कप देखिए आपने पहले के एपिसोड में तो क्रिकेटर्स क्या खाते पीते हैं वो तो आपने जान लिया मैंने आपको एक अपने प्रीवियस एपिसोड में सब कुछ बता दिया है पर न्यूट्रिशन के साथ साथ ऐसी बहुत सारी चीज़ें होती हैं जैसे प्लेयर्स की स्ट्रेंथ उनकी फिटनेस उनकी मेंटल हेल्थ कंडीशनिंग और बहुत सारी इनसाइड स्टोरीज टुडे आई वेलकम रामजी श्रीनिवासन बीसीसीआई स्ट्रेंथ एंड कंडीशनिंग कोच कोच फॉर चेन्नई सुपर किंग्स एंड टू एड टू दैट ही इज एन अमेजिंग अमेजिंग ह्यूमन बींग कॉल्स हिमसेल्फ अ हैप्पी कैंपर एंड माई वेरी वेरी डियर फ्रेंड सो रामजी आई नो यू डोंट स्पीक हिंदी एंड आई डोंट स्पीक तमिल एंड ओनली लैंग्वेज वी हैव बिटवीन आस इज इंग्लिश एंड तमिलिश ऑल्सो सो आई वेलकम यू on this special episode of Dietex thank you so much for taking out your time and coming to my show and it is such a such a privilege ramji to have you over thank you swati for the invite uh it's really a great pleasure to be part of your podcast and it's a honor too and me ta- uh, trying to talk in english can be an appetite for destruction literally <laughs> need to develop a new dictionary for that and i'll keep up uh, with english itself which is i'm which i'm comfortable with okay thank you for the invite once more okay ram ji so let's decide i'm going to talk to you in english let's not talk in tamilish because i'm still learning tamilish from you <laughs> so that brings to my first question um tell us a little bit more about your journey ram ji like you know back in the day there were hardly any coaches in the country and there were very few who specialized in strength and conditioning right so how did you specialized in this particular field of sports and i know you were in australia and uh, you know you were in ais as well where i graduated from <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about this journey please ramji oh yeah uh, swati you make me look like uh, ancient man belonging to jurassic period <laughs> just 20 years back uh, things are different you know uh, jokes apart uh, uh you know yeah strength and conditioning uh, was not uh, very well developed at that point of time still we have a long way to go um 
there was no concept of strength and conditioning it was basically a fitness trainer you know not no speciality uh, education was available in the country some most of us have to go outside the country uh, <clears throat> reeducate ourselves and come back uh which was pretty expensive though whether it's us or australia or uk or anywhere in the world it was pretty expensive though and there was not uh, roa at that point of time still not but still it's better be- uh, than before now um yeah it is uh, it all happened by sheer accident i started i got into fitness field by sheer accident i cannot spin a web and say that uh, this was my goal when i was growing up from childhood you know to serve the country to give it back to the country all those uh, cock and bull story which i am not willing to tell you that it, it may sound good but it is not so uh, but reality of the situation is i was i wanted to become an ips officer so it didn't happen because of uh, various other reasons but then i shifted my focus uh, to sports and fitness since i was also an athlete at that point of time so my athletic career got hammered uh, because of my hamstring injury so it was a blessing it is a blessing in disguise looking back now um yeah then i started a very small center because i was neither uh, uh, born with the silver spoon or uh, literally no spoon in my mouth so uh, a case of uh, this is a case of most of us in the country uh, so yeah it was a very humble beginning to start a fitness center then general fitness center and uh, slowly developed on that and developed interest in sports fitness from 95 we started the center to be precise in 93 end and 94 95 started developing interest in sports uh, fitness <coughs> especially strength and conditioning then uh, by 98 i had gone to australia and started enrolling on the courses and every year i used to go thanks to mrpace foundation at that point of time where i was working as a fitness trader <laughs> so they helped me uh, educate myself well and uh, dennis lily i should thank dennis lily for it uh, because he encouraged me to uh, do the course and uh, get it to the next level and uh, multiple courses the intern was in australian institute of sports and i had uh, sessions with australian cricket board and some of the australian rules football team over a period of uh, 6 years so i used to go and come back often because i had a family here i had a job here so i cannot uh, stay put there and i was also not financially very strong at that point of time so we just started this business so it was a very good journey actually to be frank it was a fantastic learning curve no remorse on that and every step uh, was a learning process new things new ways of uh, approaching things and the same time you have to put your head on the block uh, to do something new so i am not a believer in going by the uh, old method it may be good but it may not be pertinent at some point of time so you need to reinvent it constantly and keep your open mind uh, about what you're doing and also keep an open mind to learning from anybody you know you cannot say that just because i finished my uh, specialization on strength and conditioning i know everything about it nothing absolutely nothing so keep learning that is one of the best ways to grow uh, in this field so yeah i put it in a nutshell it was a very good journey 
and not uh, uh, belonging to Jurassic period. <laughs> so it has last two decades which we have seen a huge uh, uh, flip to the fitness and wellness in the country. And it will grow definitely next 20 years it will be ballistic. Trust me on this, whether sports or fitness or wellness or a comprehensive aspect of uh, wellness and fitness, you know, uh, feels attached to that. All will grow in a tandem in different verticals. So there is a massive scope. Oh, come on, Ramji, not at all ancient, but I think from becoming an IPS, you went ahead to become India's first strength and conditioning coach. And I think um, definitely um, it's to do, it's a lot to do with the destiny, as you said. And, you know, learning has no boundary and it never ends. Like, you know, some people, they think that, um, you know, they have achieved something in life and that's it. But I think um, continuously learning makes a lot of difference. Um, And especially, um, you know, if you want to be where you are, where you are right now so yeah so that brings to my next question Ramji like you know you are so experienced in this industry and there are lakhs there are like thousands of people who want to be in Indian cricket team you've met many legends and in fact you have trained those legends as well so what is in them that make them be in the top 20 or even top hundreds because basically you are competing for top 50 positions and you have lakhs and lakhs of people who are actually trying to play for Indian cricket and but not everyone get the chance right so what is so special about them and uh, what is it that you know what is the difference between a cricketer who ends up in Indian cricket team versus those in the IPL or Ranji? Yeah, it's a, a good question, uh, Swati. The uh, thing is, um, you know, millions play cricket in our country. It's a religion in our country. Uh, only 22 or 15 or 18 can play according to the team selection for the country. So what what is the difference uh, where uh, some get selected, some don't get selected. So even though they are good, there are a lot of variables uh, uh, in the processes. First one, you need to be supremely top class in your skill set. You know, uh, that is the prime uh, importance uh, as a professional to get into a professional side or to represent India, to be in the topmost in the world. Your skill set need to be switched on completely. And adding on to other skill set would be the additives, you know, like your fitness, your uh, mental conditioning, uh, your diet regimes, your recovery protocols, etc. These are all the add-ons. Those, the skill is your main subject and these are the electives. So the electives and uh, main subject has to correlate to give out the best. Recently, I was talking to a group of uh, top of the line soccer coaches based out of Europe uh, 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 regarding the transfer of uh, uh, players, those who are really good to exemplary. What is the difference? How does it, uh, what, what is the difference? The player being good to an exemplary and when they are able to demonstrate when they are able to execute the movement on off field to on field and execute the uh, skill set correctly those are the successful people 
so recently we found that some of the athletes are supremely fit but they are not able to make it to the national side or the professional side or even if they do make it they are not excellent uh, they are not icon they are not uh, superstars so what is it that makes the difference is the skill set and the mindset and the fitness goes along with that the main important uh, aspect of a professional player is skill set so that has to be honed and tuned to the precision like a swiss watch basically you know so it has to be spot on on every level to be making up to making to the indian uh, side or i mean any other side whichever country they are in so and the additives like uh, fitness and your diet regimes and your mental conditioning protocols your recovery protocols and allied activities have to go hand in hand so my thought on it is your skill set combined with all the other ac- allied activities and the transfer of whatever you have learned off field should transfer on to on field on to uh, execution of the particular skill efficiently there lies the success so ramji what you're saying is basically skills fitness mental conditioning dietary factors recovery are the add-ons and having that skill is very very important and i'm glad that you add a nutrition to this because not everyone talks about nutrition and nutrition is just not the priority so thank you on emphasizing that please um so ramji that brings me to another question as you can see this time of the year most of the people and especially cricket fans like me are glued onto the screen because this is the time for ipl and you know a lot of cricketers play in such humid and uh, hot weather and a lot of uh, cricketers they come from different parts of the world because not all of them are in as we all know uh, so and uh, and i've already talked about in one of my episodes about how t20 format for cricket is pretty much similar to the ipl format but one of the biggest difference is the climate they play in and different players of different countries they play together so i definitely talk about acclimatization and hydration but as a coach and especially when you were with chennai super kings um, what did you actually suggest them like what is the most important thing for coaches to educate in the IPL yeah this is um, you know age old question uh, which we've been answering for quite some time now regarding t20 why a lot of players get injured during t20 it uh, and other etc etc so the uh, answer for from me will be a, like a broken record <laughs> Tell the same thing again and again is first one is a good recovery protocol very very important uh, second one is Uh, excellent hydration hydration recovery protocol nutrition all these three things as you rightly said go hand in hand you need to be uh planning you need to plan things very well because it's not exactly switzerland where they are playing the matches it's hot humid uh, condition and it's testing also and all and another thing very important thing is our eating pattern there is a change in eating pattern especially when you are playing the the late night match especially 7:30 match by the time it gets over it's 11:30 12 o'clock maybe you have one day break it can be very taxing you know and your eating time or your hydration or your recovery time, time gets hammered so one need to be very mindful of the fact that everything it is the duty of the strength and conditioning coach and the support staff to see all the players are well hydrated 
testing their uh, urine specific gravity whether they are in a whichever range they are in second uh, one is whether they are eating proper well balanced food third one whether they are able to recover the process of active and passive recovery protocols are very well maintained and fourth one it is not uh, you know uh, it is i am sorry to say that it is not that it is uh, uh, very important to individualize it because one man's food is another man's poison so one need to be very mindful of the fact that uh, the protocols are individualized at the same time the group dynamics and the team camaraderie is also kept in mind so that um, everybody benefits from it cricket is a team game it's not like an individual sport like tennis or squash or shuttle or other sport or racing where uh, it is easy to monitor and bring in the protocols to the t so here we need to get the timetable whichever whenever you have a matches you have to prepare everything well ahead to go to the talk to the chef at the hotel which that uh, that's what i used to do when i was with the indian team from 2009 to 13 i used to meet up with the chef it all the things are designed from breakfast onwards till they leave when they come into the hotel whether it's practice session whether it's some one day match or a t20 uh, one day match or a t20 or a test match the uh, things would change you know uh, the entire protocols will change from fitness to food to recovery to the training module so my take on it is uh, it's Uh, recovery good hydration good uh, uh, diet protocols also uh, it is not uh, physically so demanding uh, t20 ca- compared to your one day or test matches 100% uh, it's more of a nervous energy dissipation because of the crowd because of the expectation from the uh, franchisee because of uh, Uh, expectation from the crowd expectation from x y and other angles so it is more of a nervous energy dissipation than your fitness uh, disip- uh, depletion so it is not a question of talking on outside the stadium you need enormous amount of power to do it of course you need good level of athleticism so that is only 20 overs you have to go flat out on every aspect of it having said that compared to your test match or a t20 i mean one day international t20 is not as physically demanding as other two formats of the game so you need to be smart in your uh, training module and recovery and other uh, processes rather than training hard oh thanks ramji thank you for saying that um, you know hydration is really important and recovery is very very important and you as well as a coach have recommended to the uh, cricketers in the past but yes coming to your answer uh, definitely mumbai wouldn't feel like switzerland in this weather and i wish mumbai felt like switzerland in this weather So yeah I want to ask you about nutrition and uh, you know you did mention earlier that nutrition is a very important factor in an athlete's development and even cricketer's development throughout um and it does make a lot of difference coming from a coach like you so if you have supported my work throughout and I know you won't give me a biased answer and I think when it comes from a coach it makes a lot of difference to people and uh, so is it like really important for cricketers uh, to have a good nutrition because 
there are many people as we see that you know physiotherapist and uh, you know their personal trainers a lot of people they give advice on that so like what do you think there need to be there is a need for a nutritionist or a proper guidance for a cricketer <laughs> india we are all jack of all trades master of none see the problem here is uh, nobody wants to segregate their speciality you know as a strength and conditioning guy i would like to take an advice of a physiotherapist the nutritionist the sports psychologist the massage therapist uh, the coach the biomechanist the exercise physiologist it is my duty to do it it is not whether i like it or not you know uh, the problem is india there is absolutely no co- coordination and cooperation between all these varied fields taking care of an athlete here more ego comes in rather than uh, uh, focusing on an athlete you know i am big i have done so much i have trained this guy i have trained that girl so i am big in my own field so who are, who is he or she to tell me that that is a ego issue problem uh, which has to be culled over a period of time i 100% uh, i am a believer in that it is a team effort one man doesn't win uh, war you know it is a team effort so we need to understand that what unless or until there is a good fuel into your system you're not going to perform what's the point having a bugatti veyron or a ferrari or lamborghini without uh, any petrol or gas in it it will be just a show uh, show piece so you need to the professionals need to understand the athletes trust the players and the athlete trust the coaches trust the support staff you know end of the day they go by their advice you cannot blame the athletes for that you know so we as a professional one need to keep an open mind to have a discussion and have uh, to follow certain protocols process and protocols in place for the benefit of the team and the benefit of an individual there is no uh, uh, there is this is <laughs> this cannot be negotiated basically in other con- i mean other countries so here anything goes well you know everybody is, uh, some of the trainers are suggesting some vague uh, supplements and uh, you know i don't want to get into those sort of dirty you know uh slush there so that there are a lot of uh, still the black and dark areas in this field uh which will i think uh, over a period of time when the more educated and more uh, people with an open mind uh, youngsters come in those uh, sort of old uh, decrypt ideas would be and uh, smashed to smithereens so my take on it is coordination with all the support staff and everybody plays a role everybody is important strength and conditioning uh, guy is not uh, uh, is not adonis uh, and uh, center of attraction end of the day it is a coach and we are all support staff one has to coordinate with others you know so that is end to produce the best result possible in india we have a long way to go on that to be realistic everybody is egoistic i am big because of my chronology i cannot uh, demand respect you know so it has to come with knowledge it has to come with openness it has to come with teamwork it has to come with camaraderie it has to come with latest trends and techniques what uh, you are able to practically apply and also finally there has to be a meeting point between theory and practice in india the problem is some of the uh, uh, professional talk theory still the cows come home you know they are good 
for teaching when you try to transfer on to the field to produce result they are lost otherwise we'd be producing olympic gold medal to the pounds by now with 1.3 billion people why we are not able to do that because of lack of coordination among all the support staff period absolutely it's right ramji like we must understand our domain and it's a team effort and we should not interfere in somebody else's domain of work and i believe that you agree when i say nutrition is important for strength building and conditioning for cricketers in particular is that right absolutely food nutri- i mean the food which comprises of eating properly proper uh, good uh, food i mean well balanced uh whether on your carbs or your, your protein and your fat and your trace elements etc and proper hydration which includes various aspect of it and then recovery items recovery food whether and also we need to understand one thing when a player is injured you know nobody understands that uh, well so far in our country when a player is injured everything changes his mindset is he is uh, her mindset is different his or uh, her physiological demands are different his or uh, nutritional aspects are different so we need to understand that uh, uh, very uh, very understand the very important aspect of it which i don't think it has still been addressed in our country uh, an injured athlete or athlete coming back after an injury so how he or she is able to get back to form at the quickest possible time because everything is uh, is about time here in sport you know time and performance uh, rest of the things can be kept to the side when you are a professional time is money professionalism and is money you know so th- that's the way the sport is uh, progressing so uh, not only for an athlete uh, fit athlete the injured athlete and the para olympic athletes their needs are different we need to address that also which we don't uh, normally do it the special athletes and the para athletes they are also you know they are <coughs> uh what do you call phenomenal you know from my point of view they are absolutely brilliant in their mindset you know mentally they are much more stronger than a normal athlete i that's my point of view because the the will to win you know for them overshadows the fear of failure or their deficiency absolutely brilliant you know we need to address those people also include include them in the system so that you know it's a comprehensive sporting development over a period of time in our country uh yeah of course coming back to your the valid point on your food uh, and your hydration uh it is of utmost important as i told earlier uh without fuel uh, <laughs> there is no movement at all empty stomach never thinks thank you so much for your kind words ramji and like you said it's all about learning right so we just continue and like you i also keep continuing to learn in nutrition and you know just going through ais website and just learning more so ramji coming back to our questions again so there was an article um, as you contribute 
to so many media organization there was an article uh, in which you had written about the need to develop athleticism from a young age as the central nervous system pathway development is most essential for learning new movements and patterns can you tell us a little bit more about this please oh yeah oh yeah thank you thank you for reminding me on that oh it's about developing athleticism among young athletes yeah it's a huge topic you know we need another we need to do another podcast on that you know if you have time and if uh, i have time also because there are loads of loads of uh, information to be shared on how to develop an athlete from young age developing the uh, uh, central nervous system through proper skill proper identifying the identifying their talent and their ability and then progressing into the next level in phases very very critical uh, to develop an overall athlete uh, for a long term it's for a long term athletic development so it is not rome was not built in one day i said i would like to use this analogy kashi or rameshwaram is not built in one day why I always talk about rome or uh, greece or uh, uh, or of course uh, paris so uh, india was not built in a day so i would uh, look at uh, developing a uh, an athlete on a long term providing certain process and protocols in place in phases okay because the athlete changes over the years and they physiologically psychologically everything changes so how do you develop and develop the culture over a period of time it's a very critical point so we can talk about a long term athletic development or developing an athletic uh, athleticism in an young athlete so what are the protocols need to be done to develop an overall athlete you know it's a huge uh, subject which i would love to talk about it on a long run you know maybe we should have a, another podcast uh, on that subject Uh, yeah pretty interesting though oh definitely ramji it's never enough like you know chatting to you because we learn so much from you and even one podcast is not enough we should start another uh, podcast on cricket especially with you we can certainly do another episode uh, just to talk about the central nervous system pathway development in the athletes and especially because many people they need to know how to step up the game and uh, you know how to go from recreational athlete to a professional athlete uh, what are the skills which are required whether you are young you need to begin at that age and what all goes into it um definitely it's not built overnight like you said and it takes years and years of practice and honing your skills so ramji like you know i always wonder and uh, you know while we will work while we have been working together as well i always wonder that you know uh, nutrition is different across different formats but as strength and conditioning coach uh, do you find that uh, you know it is different across different formats like you know t20 and ipl and um, you know odis and test because i definitely see a difference in them in terms of nutrition oh yeah absolutely absolutely you hit the nail on the head the training protocols and the testing protocols and the nutrition protocols the recovery protocols uh, all vary from uh, t20 one day and test match format you know even within that even within that there'll be a lot of variables when where you're playing what your uh, which country you're playing what is the weather condition what is the ground condition um, what is the food available in that particular uh, country or a region so a lot of variables like that need to be taken into consideration in in designing a strength protocols 
as well as the nutrition protocols, as well as your recovery protocols. Many of the hotels may not have a gym. Many of the hotels may not have a swimming pool. Many of the hotels may not have a recovery uh, plunge pools or your chill showers or your contrast bath uh, facilities. Many of the hotels may not have a certain type of food uh, items available to dish out to the athletes, etc., etc., etc. There are a lot of variables. So you have to be. Uh, Manipulation, it's called a program manipulation in uh, uh, what you call uh, technical terminology. How do you manipulate a program? And in the process, how adaptable are the athletes or the players given to a certain impulse or a certain input is very, very critical for high performance over a period of time. Adaptability from the player's point of view, how and from um, the SNC point of view, how you make them adaptable over all formats of the game. Second one is their adaptability to your protocols. And uh, how do you manipulate the program, whether it's a diet program, whether it's a recovery program, whether it's a fitness program, or a, uh, what do you call rehab or a prehab program, in coordination and with the other support staff, how do you design a program? Program designing is an art. You know, it's more of an art than science. So you cannot go by the book because so-and-so said this, this is good. I'm going to go by the book. You will stop where the book stops. So you have to put your head on the block and be invent innovative and take the responsibility for success or failure. Success, share it. Failure, take the responsibility. That, I, I love to do that, that has been my mantra, you know. Success, share it, of course it's a teamwork. Failure, maybe because you have not done something right or wrong, I mean, uh, not uh, uh, looked into a lot of aspects of it, so it can be a failure. So take the responsibility, that help you grow and help you learn uh, a lot, keeping your mind open. So, yeah, it's, it's totally different. And there'll be definitely there'll be crossover between one format of uh, cricket to another. The fitness protocols or process or the components of fitness may be uh, similar, but the intensity, the volume, the tempo, uh, what do you call the recovery period between exercise and the choice of exercise and the angles, lot of things would vary accordingly. Okay, so since the skill set is different, skill set is same, since the specialized skill set is different, we need to adapt. The players need to adapt at the same time, uh, from the professional angle, you need to have the proper program manipulation and program design. Great, great. I'm so glad, Ramji, that you know we are on the same page and there is no conversation on nutrition. I'm telling you, like, you know which goes without talking about protein supplements and people take it, of course, for strength building. Uh, can you emphasize the pros and cons of these, um, you know, the protein supplements which are available? Because I am sure that if it comes to people from you, uh, they will be able to take it more seriously than coming from a nutritionist in particular. So please tell us a little bit more that why is it necessity that the protein supplements need to be tested and what are the criteria they should be looking at before taking any protein supplement? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm not a hardcore believer in uh, eating supplement for supplement's sake, 100%. I completely endorse your point of view on that uh, because uh, sometimes uh, 
the supplements are dished out because of various reasons <laughs> you know i don't want to dwell on that uh, because it can become a bit controversial uh, so the athlete has to be smart enough to understand and ask questions why what how where and when these five questions need to be asked by an athlete at any point of time to any professional you know when uh, when a professional dealing with them are not able to answer these five questions uh properly then to be frank they need to look out for somebody else somebody else better you know uh <laughs> in india anything goes here because there are uh, uh, some shocking stories about the supplements which has got performance enhancement uh, substances or outdated uh, supplements which has been imported uh, into india and relabeled and uh, sold at a very high cost you know pretty scary though that's why one need to understand uh, the players need to understand this onus is on the players everybody there is no shortcut to success you know eating protein or supplements will not make you arnold schwarzenegger in a day you know you have to work your uh, literally a butt out work smart consult the consult professionals especially nutritionist and the doctors need to be consulted before embarking on any sort of supplements told by the strength and conditioning guys or a physio or a coach period you know it's a responsibility of the uh, sports nutritionist and the specialist to design and deliver the program so it is up to the players to understand this and embark on it rather than asking a gym trainer or a somebody some supplement uh, person who's dealing with it or a professional not related to this field it can be an appetite for destruction 100% sure i know a couple of athletes have been banned a couple of athletes and they will say uh, uh, they are not aware of it end of the day coach gave me something doctor told me to take something why didn't they do it before uh, taking all the supplements see uh, it is a vicious circle so it's up to the players and the uh, coaching environment to keep record track uh, of what they are eating what they are doing you need data you need to collect information you need to have uh, written documents documenting details so unless or until that is done by going by haphazard it uh, somebody develop huge muscles by eating this particular supplement and i'm also going to eat because uh, it develops mass and it develops i can become much more stronger because i have more muscularity or vascularity sorry that doesn't work again as i told you earlier one man's uh, meat in a, meat is another man's poison so please avoid uh, this sort of uh, insane uh, uh, behavior approach the professionals in every department for an athlete to get the best possible result you know if you are hiring a strength and conditioning coach or going to a strength and conditioning place and uh, not spending money on your nutritionist or your physiotherapist or a sports medicine or a recovery specialist you are not going to see a result it is end of the day it all uh, uh, protocols need to be addressed all professionals uh, need to plow in to get the best desired results possible one person cannot give result 100% sure about it so be mindful of the fact 
whom you talk to who which uh, nutritionist you sp- uh, speak to which supplement you take without endos their endorsements or the medical endorsements or the vada endorsement vada doesn't endorse any product by the way but uh, without the knowledge of the nutritionist please do not embark on this sort of supplements potentially dangerous for your career yes definitely ramji knowing about the protein why what how when and where are really important before any cricketer or any athlete talks about protein supplements so ramji uh, what is your message to the audience like you know who are listening to us today <laughs> me me and message you are light years apart no message you know just chill out enjoy uh you know go and enjoy yourself the moment you start enjoying whatever you're doing you know the results come automatically result is a by product of what you put in you know uh whether it's a sport whether it's fitness whether it's a game whether it's skill go and enjoy you know rest of the things will follow i i keep it very simple you know no point giving them one uh, paragraph or sermon on 10 commandments <laughs> these things doesn't work you know <laughs> like uh, you know I, this is, uh, reminds me of the fact during the sports days i i i'm sure still they have the same uh, uh, rhetoric uh, what do you call sentences it is not about uh, uh, winning or losing it's about participation i think it is one of the wrong message to be sent to the students anywhere in the world just to participate that's what is happening in india we always keep participating and coming back now only things have changed in last 10 years you know as you asked earlier you know uh, uh, indian athletes are doing well because the hunger should be there to win otherwise you'll be a docile person sitting in on corner being content and happy that's a different ball game altogether that's a different lifestyle altogether in sport you cannot do that you should enjoy they should have a will to win you should have a drive you should have the desire otherwise don't take up sport and waste somebody else's drive and desire and uh, time and space and money you know or uh, the professionalism what they put in the moment you start enjoying it rest of the things will follow at the same time when you start enjoying it the other faculties start developing the competitiveness your will to win your discipline your fitness discipline your mental fitness discipline your food your eating habits everything will fall in its place so not, not to be pressurized by others not to be pressurized by x y the society or your school or your mates or your your colleagues you enjoy the moment you start enjoying others will start following you <laughs> you know results will come automatically keep it simple it's simple but there's a lot of deep meaning into that you know and go and analyze sit down and analyze what the uh, great coaches or uh, the great players say uh, one of the uh, i mean recent uh, i mean not recent sachin always says that go and express yourself enjoy yourself msd always says that go and enjoy yourself feel free express yourself these are some of the legends of indian sporting uh, field in the world you know whether you take lebron james or michael jordan or uh, uh, ronaldo or roger federer or any the moment you don't enjoy 
any sport from practice to game you you won't find any results just check out on that your words are so motivating and your word captures our attention uh, ramji you bring so much of positivity to the show and even behind the show um like whenever i speak to you and it is always a blessing and it's true that you know when you say that do not take someone else's space of drive and desire if you're not serious about it so um that's one last question again although it's not ending talking to you but tell us more about the high performance center your new project in chennai and i can't wait to hear about it and i cannot wait to be a part of it and apparently uh, you know while i was talking to you once you did mention that it is going to be one of the biggest in the country and i'm super super excited <laughs> oh yeah swati i'm sure uh... Uh, you know about it and you will be a part of it also yeah it's a high performance center which are planning uh, it's a multi sports center and currently we run a place called sports dynamics which is uh, we had a very humble beginning but the results what we are able to produce for an olympic athletes or a cricket player or a shuttle or a squash or a racing uh, has given us a lot of impetus that we are on the right path and our, our process and protocols are uh, compared to anything uh, done internationally so we have some of the best specialty machines uh, here in chennai and to extend to that level uh, yeah it will uh, because of covid you know a lot of things got hammered in the last two years and lot of delay in the project should have happened in 2020 21 now uh, yeah uh, uh we have to be realistic about a uh, lot of things so things have changed in last 2 uh, years now uh, we are on the uh, we have started the work again uh yeah it's going to be a multi sport facility with uh, uh all the facilities and the faculty involved in sports science and biomechanics and exercise physiology extra extra strength and conditioning nutrition recovery uh, your injury management uh, you name it we'll have it uh, on board and the professionals uh, definitely would be on board and i think this is a small thing which we can do for our country and our athletes and for me my main thing would be to uh, identify talent uh, locally and in india and sponsor how much ever uh, level we can sponsor uh, the abled uh, i mean uh, athlete you know whether it's special uh, athletes or a uh, normal athlete who is not financially viable uh, help them uh, athlete those who have talent and take it to the next level and whatever little bit we can give it back to Uh, the sport it's not cliched we are we are doing it currently but we want to do it in a bigger scale and uh, not just look at return on investment etc uh, etc et uh, about in sport i i am i am very happy and proud to know that that the uh, tatas and jsws and reliance are doing amazing job in bringing sport and uh, sport and the infrastructure for the athletes absolutely brilliant job and also the go sport is doing a good job in talent identification etc etc so we have people doing it in our country and from our my angle i want to do this and contribute to little bit uh, like a squirrel in ramayana a small stone in building a bridge to <laughs> sri lanka 
So currently we need a huge bridge to Sri Lanka. That's a different issue altogether. <laughs> so coming back, a humble contribution from our side, and uh, yeah, it's a, it'll be big and one of its. Uh, it'll be one of the best in the country for sure because we don't. I don't want to leave any stone unturned as far as the facility, what the athletes can get, uh, and to bridge the gap between. the developed countries and us for sure 100% about it uh, i'll keep you updated on that for sure and of course you are part of it already so <laughs> uh, best wishes to all of us we have to say to ourselves lastly one more question ram ji what made indian team win the world cup in 2011 like what were the basic ingredients which went into the pudding like i know it had contributions from many specialities but some basic ingredients please ram ji raka one more thing i like to add is uh, how um, a well planned system you know like uh, taking care of the fitness the nutrition aspect of it the recovery protocols helped us win the world cup in 2011 and also in 2013 champions trophy the proof of the pudding is in eating and also the others like narayan kartikeyan or sharad kamal or satyan or you know some of the other top level athletes how they follow protocols and up their performance you know uh, especially in cricket spot on we were on the money when it comes to planning uh, the process and protocols in place well ahead of the world cup and uh, champions trophy so that is a proof for people to uh, what do you call understand and to assimilate so ramji we are almost halfway through the podcast and i have been continuously asking you questions like do you have any question for me oh how can i answer, uh, ask uh, the legend a question <laughs> <laughs> your answers for everything swati you know you're, you're good in your profession keep uh, i mean you know uh, rocking and keep up your great work and keep searching ahead so thank you ram ji for giving us your valuable time it was indeed a pleasure having you on our podcast today thank you so much swati wonderful talking to you and always a pleasure talking to you we can go on and on and on for hours together at uh, really thank you for, and uh, thank you for the wonderful questions though and we'll meet up soon thank you best wishes for all your other podcast keep rocking raka from skill set to nutrition to mental conditioning and strength and recovery there is a lot behind the scenes of those sixes and fours and wickets and catches on the ground to our lovely audience आप अपनी टीम को सपोर्ट करते रहिए आईपीएल मैचेस को एंजॉय करिए और मेरे इस पॉडकास्ट को फॉलो करते रहिए थैंक यू राम जी वंस अगेन आपसे फिर बात होगी इन माय नेक्स्ट एपिसोड इफ यू हैव एनी क्वेश्चन यू कैन सेंड देम टू मी ऑन स्वाति अंडरस्कोर बाथवा दैट इज माय इंस्टाग्राम हैंडल टॉक टू यू नेक्स्ट वीक विद अनदर एपिसोड बाय बाय